Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Deborah's Corporate Hard Talk. It's me, Deborah, and I'm back. Um, hi, hope everyone's well. I guess you know the normal um pleasantry nowadays is: Are you safe? Are you washing your hands? And are you just being safe? I hope you're all doing well. Um, I was going to put another um podcast episode out, but um by myself. But then I thought to myself, um. I need to do with somebody that I really enjoy. So today's episode will be a bit different. Um, and to add to that, I was planning on um, putting out a, a very short episode, like just a little short segment, just saying that, you know, during this time of COVID-19, I would love to connect with some of my listeners. I've never done this before. I look at the dashboard, I know people are listening, and I just want to say thank you so much for listening to my podcast, but I would love to put something together where I can actually connect with my listeners, and that could just be one of you, two of you, three of you, four of you, five of you, ten of you, I don't know, like, it could be anybody, the human, the ear behind the podcast, I want to connect with them, so yeah, um, I I should be doing that at some point, um, during this downtime, yeah downtime i feel like with um covid19 there's just a lot of buzzwords going on around there's things like downtime um pivot uh quarantine i social isolation you know all, all these words that we never put together before but now we're using them but anyway so let me just um pause there for a minute and um before we carry on before i carry on it's best for me to introduce my very good friend, um, she's been on here before, I think we've had, um, I don't know if you've ever listened to my retail episode, talking about retail, work, and all that type of stuff, You that's the episode that she's in, and I think at this point, I'm going to just invite her, so for me, welcome. <laughs> Hello. Hi. 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 Yeah, so um, you heard what I've been saying. Um, how are you doing? Are you safe? Are you washing your hands? What's going on with you? Yeah, the usual. I think if anything, this whole period just really makes you that extra bit more conscious. But, you know, these are real health practices that we kind of, I guess, from this, moving on from this, we hopefully start implementing more of personal, I won't even say personal hygiene, but just, you know, general cleanliness, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that's true. Um, yeah, so I think that, um, this episode, we're just going to um, freestyle, really, and we're just going to talk about, not talk about COVID-19 or talk about coronavirus directly, but we're just going to just have conversations that can coexist with um, what we're currently going through, right? And I think it's very, very important for us to you know, do things in real time, you know, it's, you know, it'd be quite weird if we just carried on and said nothing is happening, because in reality, you know, we can all agree that life has changed, you know, in under three weeks or even a month or maybe four months for people in China, life has drastically changed. And I think at that point, I'd want you to come in for me and just probably just quickly tell us about, um, Maybe firstly about yourself quickly, um, and then just tell us about, you know, how life has changed for you quickly. I think in general, for me, it's a thing where, I mean, I work in London. I work um, in a wellbeing centre, basically. So the clinic I work from kind of works 
people who have issues around mental illness and so on and so forth. So our job is very frontline and face-to-face with people. But it's now thing that obviously since the whole lockdown, we've had to become a bit more creative of how we still support the people that we work with. However, how we're also keeping ourselves and those around us safe. So, I mean, if anything, it's one of those things, I think, these situations, one thing that really does shine through is human resilience, how much we really try to still continue to maintain a form of normality, mm. despite the fact, you know, sort of thing, this is happening. So, I mean, if anything, very generally, I usually am kind of a homebody, so I love, like, my home, I love my space, I love, like, I don't always really be being around people, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very, I guess, in essence, a, a kind of um, covert introvert so people would look at me and think extrovert because I'm outspoken and you know I like to engage with people when I am out but honestly I genuinely love my downtime and being by myself and indoors and so I mean in terms of like actually having to now kind of live out the whole idea of not going out it doesn't get me so much where it does get me it's obviously when I am actually missing the idea of taking a trip to the cinema or, you know, sort of thing, going out for a meal, you know, that I definitely do miss. But again, in these situations, the whole aspect of human resilience, you just find other ways of kind of living out your life, mm. you know, okay. mindful of those around you. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Hold on a minute. yeah so um yeah so yeah definitely life has changed and even for me um life has changed in terms of I like I normally work from home anyway so there's not much changes there I feel I I keep saying I feel like everybody's living my life but my life which basically is working from home staying with my daughter I'm not you know I'm not that free to just go out all the time but I think life has changed in the, in just the aspect of, you know, you can't just nip out anymore. Um, you know, yeah. um, and even funny enough, I've gotten a sense of like I don't even want to go out. You know, and today I, I actually wanted to put a post on my um, Instagram page and ask like a little poll session to say when the band is lift, <laughs> the end that go when everything is lifted and we can start go back to our lives um Uh, actually emphasis on go back i think sometimes do we really want to go back to that life i feel like i'm i'm digressing here but i feel like covid19 could teach us a lot of positive things and we probably can discuss that a bit more because there are people that their their managers or their companies would never let them work from home but now they're working from home and their Uh, business uh, is still going on as normal right so i feel like at some point a lot of us could use this as an opportunity but that said you know like for me i'm always at home and stuff but what's really shocked me is just how everything has changed you know um you know and for me actually as well it's all from the social media aspect because you know you know everybody sits on social media well for me it's a for me it's a lucky one she's a unicorn one she doesn't get that engrossed in social media as much as anybody else but for me, some of the starking images that we've seen around the world where, you know, all these popular places that we know as buzzing as shut down. You see, that to me was freaking me out. That's some of the changes that I'm thinking, wow, we are onto something different now. And um, earlier on this year, I went to Miami, you remember? 
and um, I remember on the BBC they had a they showed a picture of Miami Beach or they just showed a picture of a place in Miami yeah and I remember just being there in the you know in January and it was buzzing and the picture that they showed on the news was just empty they were showing different cities they were showing Miami they were showing New York they were showing London even the square Tarvaga Square all this area the you know you literally feel like you want to just like, die because there's just too much footfall when you're there yeah. it's empty you you can literally hear the pin drop so yeah. those are some of the changes that i just can't seem you know, that those are, those are the things i'm seeing that makes me think wow sorry to swear shit has hit the fan <laughs> Absolutely. I think even just touching on what you had said, babe, like in terms of how, you know, will people kind of go back to, will people come out of this different? I certainly hope so, because just just for the simple fact that this is a huge event that hit our entire world. You cannot come out of this and come out the same person with the same mindset. Or else I kind of feel like, obviously, like no one wants this sort of situation, this pregnancy situation, you know, and for it to never happen again. But it's one of those things that we're going through it now. So it's like, you know, obviously it's a horrible thing to be in, but let's make the most of it, you yeah. know, sort of thing. My thing is, I don't want to kind of come out the same. I don't want to be yeah. the same person after this because, you know, we, like, you know, especially, you know, having a survivor's story. Um, with the unfortunate amount of losses that, you know, we're hearing about and, you know, mm. in real time it's happening right now, being a survivor from this, something, you know, needs to have changed, something needs to, in essence, be better or at least, you know, have a new drive to live life because we have that opportunity. So, you know, I thought it's, um, yeah, I hope that people don't kind of return to any form of normality. I think one thing that is definitely, again, with the whole resilience thing, just the creative aspect that comes out of it, that people are finding, you know, other alternatives to still kind of maintain that normality, you know, sort of thing. So moving forward from this, I definitely do hope, at the very least, that, you know, people will come out with a different mindset to life. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's true. Um, so just in case you are listening and you've been living under the rock and you don't know what's going on in the world right now or you somehow you're in some beach that nothing is happening and you're all or maybe this is time we look into science and think where's the other world let's go there <laughs> let's go to the other planets you know um, but just in case if you're one of those people in those other planets and you don't know nothing about covid so i'm just going to talk very briefly about my understanding of what covid is so basically covid um well it's either called covid19 or coronavirus basically it's somebody said it's the it's the flu's cousin (laughs) or something it's the flu's cousin or deadly one um, I you have to apologize. I have to apologize. I didn't have the medical terms and all this stuff for it. But if you do for me, you can jump in whenever. But my understanding of it is just basically this is a virus that started in China in a town called Wuhan, <laughs> Wuhan, and um, it broke out in China. I think back in December. I don't believe that, but I'll keep that opinion to myself. But um, you know what we've been told is it broke out in 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 December. Um, due to uh, some consumptions of exotic animals in this in Wuhan, and that's what they say. That's what they say. 
and uh, <laughs> boiling up already. That's what they said. And I think so. The way I saw a mini documentary, and the way it all happened was, you know, the, you know, somebody was reporting that you know people are are being sick from um, maybe because they've gone to the market or they've bought something in the market or something. And by the end of December, January, and so on, you know, a lot of people in China began to feel ill. And um, for me, I felt that because, of course, we all know Chinese New Year's in February. Um, probably at that point, it was still an issue that was just, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing, because you know the Chinese New Year's must go on, of course. And before you knew it. Coronavirus was just transmitted itself around the world, and by、uh, the end of March, everywhere is a shutdown, and th- this is why we have coronavirus. It's 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 it's,、uh, it's, it's, it's a little thing, a small. You know, you can get it by breathing into people. You can get it by touching people's on surfaces. You know. Um, and that's why the key message has been, you know, wash your hands, don't touch your face, don't touch your nose, and、um, maybe at some point, I I hope at some point it doesn't get to that. But maybe I hope this nightmare just ends. But if it doesn't end as quickly as we wish, I might invite other medical people on to really talk about the virus. But the key thing is that it's called COVID nineteen, and it just basically means. Coronavirus disease, two thousand and nineteen, because it broke out in two thousand and nineteen. So I thought, oh, so that's what they call it, COVID nineteen. So we really hope it goes back to two thousand and nineteen and just never comes to continuously come back to twenty twenty. But yeah, I don't know because I know your work is quite high level. Do you have any other like analysis on it or anything you want to add from? Honestly, I feel like you—you know—you've done it justice explaining it, and actually listening to you about it, it really does sound so surreal. I think I wake up every day thinking, "Okay, this just actually sounds like the movies I enjoy watching." But obviously, living in it, it is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's yeah.、Um, it is very surreal, but yes, it's very real. Yeah. So.、Um, Okay, so that that's just my yeah, that's just my take on it, like what our take on it, and like I said before, I do know a doctor friend that I could speak to who maybe they can we can invite them on because a lot of people say, oh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not going to give any information because I, I I'm not a credible source, but you know, there's a lot of things that you can do other than washing your hands, staying at home. Not being in a crowded places, you know, there's a lot of things that have to do with immune systems and all that type of stuff. So that could be probably going to be a conversation for another time with another person. But for now, that's just where we're at. We have this virus; it's eating up the world, and it's even in Africa now. It's everywhere. Everywhere around the world is dealing with COVID nineteen. So we just really pray that it just it just f's off, like just go back to two thousand and nineteen and. We, you know, we keep ourselves safe and we we're fine. So that's why we're having this podcast. So we're gonna move on and we're gonna just jump, um, just just change gear, yeah. And we're just gonna start off being very very positive. I know we've been talking for a while, but we're gonna right get right into the conversation now. And we just want to be positive. So, are you right? Yes, and woo. Yeah, woo. <laughs> positive. So, I mean, yeah. Start. I should start with everything that's gone on with the context. You know, you know, like in um, in um, when we used to do drama filming, you know, the, the context, the social context, the contextuality of this. What has been the most positive thing that you have experienced with everything that's going on? Oh, 
What is being the most positive? Oh, I mean, um, being creative with, I guess, in essence, like, you know, reaching out to people around you, sort of thing, like family and, and stuff like that. So, for example, me and my um, my brother, who's come back from Middlesbrough, basically, that's another thing, actually, the fact we've got him down here, thank God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically, he came back last week, and then um, I have another brother that's recently married, and um, me and um, my brother that came back from Middlesbrough, we thought, oh, let's have ourselves a pizza, because yeah, thank God we can still order pizza. So we figured, oh, let's take advantage of the fact that we can, you know, order you can pizza. You order so pizza thought, now? Yeah, oh my gosh, of course. Anyway, <laughs> we ordered pizza, but we thought, oh, my brother had the brilliant idea. He's like, oh, why not? Let's order some for, you know, my brother, my brother and his wife. And so I was like, that's brilliant. So what we did is obviously, as I'm ordering our pizza, he's ordering their pizza. I obviously called them because they're both working from home, which we knew. So I was just like, oh, guys, you know, something's going to come. Don't reject it. Because knowing my brother, if he obviously sees someone else's food at the door, he'll be like, absolutely not. It's not for us. So I said, oh, you know, something, I didn't say what it was. I just said, something's going to come, you know, sort of thing, just whatever it is, don't reject it. He thought we were coming over. I was just like, no, we're not coming over, but, you know, sort of thing. And so obviously when the, um, obviously, pizza finally arrived at theirs, they were just like, oh, my goodness, thank you so much. It was just so mm. nice to be able to, so as me and my brother here are eating a pizza, me and my, so, other, my brother and his wife are eating a pizza as well. So it's just nice to kind of, you know, be creative. In, in that regard, you know, so fair enough, we can't dine at the same table, but we can still eat together, yeah. you know. Yes. Um, yeah. um, so, basically, like, team spirit, like, going back to the basics, yeah? Yeah, um, yeah. exactly. We still enjoy each other's company, usually, but given the yeah. situation where we can't travel as much, we figured, yeah. you know what, let's still kind of at least eat together, yeah. you know, so, yeah. Um. Okay, so... Fun. Yeah, that that's good. I I think definitely I've experienced that as well. Um, I'm going to so for me the most positive thing I must share, is, and this is a personal one, and I know this is there was corporate hard talk. We're gonna don't worry. This conversation will have a bit of corporate elements to it as well. But I think for me the most positive thing that's happened so far is actually the probably similar to you. It's just the un, the unity. Uh, like I live with my husband and my daughter and. Um, normally our everyday life there's all this drama there's all this something nothing extreme but it's always like you know you know just normal life administration administration and i think the positive that's come out of this is that we just have this like um we're in this together like boris johnson would say we're in this together attitude and like you know he's waking up and thinking we need to go and buy food let me go i'll go and queue up you know and me even cooking i normally cook but now i just really want to cook for my family because it's like we're not going anywhere we're not there's not a lot going on so let's cook something wholesome and let's enjoy ourselves you know what i mean so yeah so for me the positive angle is just being the family like family like all of a sudden the importance of being married and having a family Uh, having a home just you know we took it for granted or we looked down on it or some people looked down on it or some people looked up to it i don't know but for me, this experience has just highlighted the importance. Not, not the importance, but just what it was meant for, you know. Being married or being having a blah, 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 <laughs> has been commercialised, you know, has been, has been um, hijacked, actually. Because what, 
this means like even like with you and your family ordering something for for your for your brother all this type of stuff i think that's just the real meaning of what family is about you know mm, like absolutely being able to the positive angle for this i'm just learning that hold on a minute all of this is not for look at the ring on my finger it's not for you bought me a designer bag it's not for you bought me flowers on valentine oh like valentine's day what a stupid holiday right now to me. Like, <laughs> do you know what i mean like like this has just brought out the importance and yeah. what it really means that like the union or what it really means to be in a community, right? Absolutely. That's what this one's brought out to me. And then before we move on as well, um I want to just talk about I want us to talk about career quickly. Okay. Um I did do an episode about working from home which I hope people have listened to. Mom, which which I hope people have listened to. Which I hope. So um yeah, so from a career perspective, we've just said that we've been working from home and stuff, and I just want to chime in quickly. Um, when we talk about family, unity, community, has that changed anything at work for you as well? Like, do you feel like people are more nicer, um, more hospitable environment? I don't know. Has it has it has it pushed anything? I think if anything, for me, it has like made me appreciate my team that much more. I, I love my team. I have a brilliant team. Everyone I know like kind of gets on with things. I feel like because obviously I work part time, so I'm not able to kind of be on ground as much. So I, a lot of I, I obviously have no choice. I have to encourage autonomy. So it's nice that even when my team are working from home, I set them tasks. They make sure it's done, and they're not just doing. You know, I know that when I've kind of given them something to do, I know they're not slacking off. And not even just that, but obviously because all of us are very motivated and driven by, I guess, in essence, the people that we're working to support. So we're trying to find creative ways of still being very accessible and open. And it's just nice to know that even when it came to the time that our organization was saying, despite, well, I won't say despite, but, you know, obviously they didn't kind of put a blanket ban until a bit later on. So people were still going into work, though the government was advising against it, but not necessarily putting the restrictions in place to see that implemented so I mean it was a thing where my team was still very much prepared to take the journey to make that sacrifice to come into work just to see to it that our clients would I guess in essence get the support they need so even where we are now all working from home everyone is still very motivated everyone is still very innovative when it comes to like coming up with new ideas and you know new ways we can kind of still reach our clients the way we were when we were obviously working with them face to face so if anything for me it has kind of shown again you know that resilience that drive that despite the situation it's not going to stop us so yeah that's yeah yeah and i think to add to that i think for me um, my company as i think has been handling this really really well um you know we've had um you know constant messages from from the heads of departments we've had meetings where you know people's fears or people's questions were being addressed you know by our ceo um we've had we've had um exercising sessions been set up virtual exercising sessions been set up for us to you know oh, wow. yeah we've also had meditation today we had a meditation session yeah. um you know and generally everybody you know emails have changed 
automatically uh. emails have changed automatically it's all been it's all now it's it's all are you safe are you safe be safe and i i i think that's really really good and i think i'm gonna what i'm gonna end with on that topic is it's times like this we separate businesses that don't see people as an integral part of their business Um, and i think it's times like this we hope that when we do walk into when we do walk into that office for an interview or we or we look at that job on indeed that we it really translate that this company you're about to embark your journey on that if anything happens in life they will be uh, human about it, right? And yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are human. A lot of companies are human. They have a personality now. Even on LinkedIn, uh, so many stuff, you know. I've seen people yeah. having pictures online, having drinks with their work colleagues just to connect. You know, oh, even wow. I've just had one yeah. just now, actually. You know, <laughs> and I think those are the type of communities that I would want my listeners and I would want my child or even me. I, those are the type of communities I would want to work with. You know, yeah. companies that adapt to situations and absolutely even, you know, people don't mind you know i've had calls and my daughter's been running around looking at people and everybody's been saying hello to her not feeling like oh my god i'm oh gonna have a child i have a child she's making noise in the background you know that type of stuff so yeah i think a lot of companies are uh, you know well from my experience you know um are being very adaptable even my husband's company because they have to go to work because they're key workers Oh yeah, we should, we should clap for them. Yeah, the key workers, and um, he's basically said that you know at work they they keeping social distancing, they giving them free water. You know, it's just water, but it's something. You know, so yeah, that's quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything that you'd like to add for me, or want to say? Um, all I can say is really this moment, like every other moment in life, is what you make of it. So you know, sort of thing, whether or not. I mean, your experience of this whole situation will be really down to how you kind of choose to see things and how you use this kind of situation to really help you. And I think one thing that I love, how, you know, now there's so many courses online and there's so many activities, there's so much going on, you know, rather than kind of moping under your covers, you know, sort of thing, kind of, you know, don't obviously... Well, I would say leave your house, but kind of get up and, and find something to do around your house. But, you know, we're in a world that's a lot more connected by screen. So kind of, you know, look through the screen and yeah. see what's going on in the world away from, obviously, the negativity that we're receiving. Yeah. You know, try and kind of, I guess, you know, filter all the negative and, and just try and focus on the positive. We yeah. have that power. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to maybe lessons that we've learned as well. Um, okay. <laughs> lessons, so I can go first. Like one of the lessons that I've learned so far, and I know this is gonna sound so silly and basic, but I'm sorry, I can't make it up. Life is life is very simple. It's is one minute you're here, and one minute you may not be here. And what I mean by that is, I'm just learning that. You know, now a lot of people are just saying, oh, I'm stuck at home, I'm not doing much. I'm thinking, but what did you do before? Nothing, you know. Yeah. We didn't take, we didn't take that holiday. We didn't want to spend that money. Or we didn't push ourselves to get that job. Yeah. 
So what I'm saying is that what what did people used to do? Where what were the things that we did? We didn't do much, you know. We didn't want to go on holiday. We didn't want to do this. We didn't want to do that. We didn't want to go for that job interview. We didn't want to apply for that job. We didn't want to talk to that person. And now what I'm just realizing is the lesson that I've learned is that you know what? Is that you're living and living to the fullest, or you're not here and you're not here doing nothing. This half-hearted living for me after this thing we're going through. It is a yeah. yeah, so that's one thing I've learned that life is fickle and life is really for now. Now, yeah. now, now. So even thanks for doing this podcast because thanks for coming on because, you know, the school of thought right now is everything's shut down, so don't do anything with your life. Everything's shut down. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know we, even in this dire time, we're still going to live that that feeling, but... I really think we should do the opposite. You know, right now we're thinking of opportunities. There must be opportunities right now. You know, and I'm Definitely. I'm gonna do a separate episode, but I'm really saying look for a job. Keep looking for a job. Keep doing interviews. You might have to do yeah. your first day remotely and see your team in four months' time. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it, you know? So yeah. What about you? I think for me, I'm still kind of processing, so I can't say I've derived at like a, a, a conclusion or an answer yet, but I feel like if anything, I'm just, I'm very reflective. I mean, I won't say, not that I'm not learning, I feel that, you know, there are things that you kind of observe that you're still kind of trying to make sense of around you. I feel a lot of these lessons that kind of we're learning, you know, at the moment are things that have always been there, so I think it's now that we're kind of forced to stop and actually pay attention. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel that if anything, for me, I won't say I've but like I've come to a conclusion on, on you know with regards to what I've done. I'm still kind of observing, and, and I'm in the process basically of getting to, I guess you know what I can say I've definitely learned from this process. Well, I feel though within myself, I'm kind of learning a lot more about me, but also tend to use this opportunity to sort of reflect on kind of I guess in essence myself, and you know. Mm. If I am feeling frustrated, why? You know, yeah. what's the issue? Why am I making an issue of it, for example? You know, things like that. So, I mean, in terms of, like, learning, for me, it's more of I'm sort of processing, and I feel that, yeah, I've not kind of gotten, until the end of it, I guess, you know, sort of thing, I won't be able to kind of give a definite answer as, yeah, this is where I am in terms of, like, my reflections and stuff. So, yeah, I'm still processing, basically. Mm. Okay. as we're here no i think i agree with what you mean like you know some i think some people they've just embedded themselves into this whole thing and some people are still processing it some people are denying it you know i know my dad is, is in denial of it um, yeah like he's just like oh whatever whatever like he's just like whatever. oh god and yeah. you, know, you know everybody's coping mechanism is different so and also yeah. i've come to learn that some days I'm thinking, is everybody just calm? Am I the only one freaking out? Or everybody else just pretending they're not they they're not freaking out, but they're calm. Like you just don't know everyone's mindset. Um. Okay. So let's move off and just talk about. Let's just sound off now. And what I've I've purposely said we're going to sound off is, are there anything that's been happening in response to, you know, to the situation that you want to talk about that it's just really you know getting on your nerves because there's a couple of things getting on my nerves but oh really yeah <laughs> i don't even know in terms of getting on my nerves i mean i feel 
again, just obviously I understand that news has a job in terms of just kind of reporting the mm. facts and stuff. I think my main frustration about it is obviously this forecast of lots of people are going to lose their loved ones and stuff. It's like, okay, right, you're kind of giving us the facts, but, well, it's not a fact yet, is it? You know, sort of thing. They're kind of estimation. giving us a forecast. Exactly, an estimation of what's going to happen. But it's a thing where, okay, so that's the estimation. Rather than kind of just sitting there and accepting it, what are you doing? I mean, we can see what you're doing, but can you actually give people assurance mm. to let them know that you're doing everything possible to keep that number low rather than just kind of accepting it's going to happen, shrug your shoulders and keep it moving, yeah. you know, and let's have a stiff upper stiff off a stiff, stiff up lip about it, you know, sort of thing. And that, that's, no, but that's just really... It's, it's frustrating though, and I think it's like, you know what, I think, like, you know, we were talking earlier, I was saying how I heard how, you know, in America, how um, they must have had a doctor, you know, kind of giving the same sort of forecast, you know, in terms of like the different states and stuff. And, you know, one thing he kept on honing in was we're going to do everything possible to keep this number low. We're not aiming for that. That's an estimate. We're going to work to try and keep as much, you know, below that estimate yeah. as possible. You yeah. know, sort of thing. And I think that, for me, was just like, wow, you know, sort of thing. I think that that's the kind of message we need. That's the sort of assurance we need that despite, yeah, we can estimate this is the amount of people that's going to, you know, sort of thing that we're going to unfortunately lose. However, you know, sort of thing, we are working to keep those numbers as low as possible. Because all you're just seeing are all these kind of, you know, especially where they've got, you know, Excel kind of set up now as, as the largest ward in the whole world, you know, sort of thing. Um, you know, where they've got all the beds and all the treatment equipment. It's almost as if, like, that was with one of my other friends and she was saying how, you know, well, you know, it looks like a, a morgue, basically. And I think this is so, it, it's so frustrating. It's like, you know, so it's almost as if, you know, that's people's last moments. That's where they're going to spend their last moments. But, you know, rather than kind of getting the message out there that, you know, this is where we're going to use to kind of treat people and to bring them to a point of recovery, do everything we can. It's almost as if, like, there's that message that, you know, all of those beds are going to carry dead people. You know, talking, yeah. and that's where I just have that frustration. It's just like, you know, sort of thing at the end of the day, we understand, yeah, we've got to kind of, you know, work realistically with, with numbers, you know, these numbers that we're predicting. But at the same time, we also have a, a you know, let's do what we can to try and stop it as much as possible, you know, sort of thing. Those, those um, beds don't need to be death beds. They can be death, I mean, um, beds with restoration, yeah. you know, sort of thing. But, you yeah. know, they're not kind of getting that message out there. Mm. So that's what I kind of think is so frustrating. I think and then obviously we were saying, I'm sorry, I'll finish on this, but, you know, obviously we were saying about how, you know, it's almost as if like, oh, you know, you're just told to accept the fact that once you have it, that's it, it's the end. But what we're not hearing so much of is how many people are making a recovery. And yeah, there are people, unfortunately, that currently have the coronavirus. We understand that people have been confirmed. Everyone amongst the confirmed will die. You know, those who are coming, that perfect example we've heard of Prince Charles who, you know, falls into that category as highly vulnerable, he's come out of it, you know, sort of thing. So mm. I think those are the stories we need to be hearing a lot hear. more of, yeah. you know, sort of yeah. thing, rather than, oh, yeah, this person died, oh, we lost the youngest person today, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's just like, yeah, we get it's happening, but can you kind of give a nice balance to it, you know, yeah. sort of thing, so that people aren't thinking that once I have it, I'm dead. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that's I, yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think I'm gonna piggyback a bit off that, and I'm gonna give you another thing that's been annoying me. So I'm, so I'm gonna cheat a bit, but I'm gonna piggyback of what you said. And the media, they're just diabolical. 
they are just the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life so far. Like, even the other day, they had the news and they were, they actually said, oh, we're building a morgue. They actually showed a picture of a morgue. Or like, just like, this is a new morgue that we're building. And also, one thing, I feel like this is a double sword. I feel like a lot of people in this country, they really celebrated the press. When it comes to gossiping, look at Caroline Flack, she, she, she took her life the other time. Um, or let's just not put them in there, but whatever, Ari and Megan, they left because the press was so bad for them. And I think we need to start realising in this country that our press is actually not good. It's full of a bunch of people that can write stuff and put commas and capital letters when they should but half of the things that they write half of the things that they report on is bs and now although you know covid19 is not a hot topic yeah it's been treated like a hot topic they only know one system of disseminating news and right now the reason why we're all feeling the way we feel about the media or maybe me and you i don't know maybe this is how everyone else feels is that you can't give what you don't have you know if uh, harry and megan break up and all you do is don't investigate don't plan don't do anything just communicate the most easiest part of the debate which is bad uh, right if that's what you're going to communicate yes of course when there's a plague there's well it's not a plague but whatever when a disease has hit us our media is not equipped it's not skilled it's not experienced has never exercised the muscle to communicate things in a certain way so as much as we might think yeah 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 yeah, they're doing that yeah they're doing that but that's what they've ever known so i just think scrap them all if they can't (laughs) if they can't if they can't communicate well scrap them all we don't need to hear your opinion because i'm forced to sit there i started doing maths i started doing my own data analysis i was like okay eight thousand people got confirmed okay 400 have gone okay that's about five percent of that eight thousand okay these eight thousand i mean this five percent how old are they were they really really old and even me when i come to think about it now i now know people not personally but people that i know personally that someone that they know personally has gone due to covid19 and those people do have underlying health issues those people when i say underlying health issues, i don't even mean we just mean people that are really, 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 really sick. Like people that maybe they 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 really, really, really sick, or people that people that had a heart attack and maybe on their way to the hospital they got infected and then they, their body couldn't fight. You know, like and then the other lady that I knew about, she's like my friend's nan, who was eighty something in her home. Now, those are just two cases that I know. Those two cases, they are not a fourteen-year-old boy. Yeah, they're not a thirty a thirty-year-old woman. Now, we're not saying that that's not happening but it's like give us a clear picture and uh, but then i question myself i said is the british public that smart and this is where i'm going to bring in what's been annoying me is the lack of insensitivity uh, uh-huh. that we've experienced because when i think about it like something has happened everybody's gone and stole the toilet paper so these types of people could you really give them good data could you really explain to them because if you if you keep if you keep downplaying it or you're explaining the full context to them, of course they're going to be having a barbecue in the park. And then and then Boris Johnson is going to say he's going to make things harder and shut everything down because people can't be trusted to just sit at home and be safe. Mm-hmm. So maybe 
this is how to deal with the people. So one yeah. of the things that's really annoyed me is just the way I feel like this country should stop celebrating. Some people in this country they need to stop celebrating Christmas, stop celebrating Easter, stop celebrating anything that's religious because we relig- not even religion, but I mean you don't like the word religion. Anything that's very faith led because being a faithful person or being in a spiritual relationship with God and knowing that you have God in your life is you keep you look after your neighbour. And the disgusting behaviour where people have gone around town and bought stock in money. A lot of people in the house that they have so much stuff in money. No, they are you know, they bought out the whole stores. Like that was freaking me out. And it was so bad because then what happens is it's like a domino effect. You might not want to do it, but when you yeah, realize everybody's doing it. Used to having that bit of attitude as well because I even remember by the time we went in a lockdown, I actually had food in my fridge that they were spoiled because I ended up buying a bit more than I would normally. Because you know, by the time my husband couldn't find tissue, he was driving 30 minutes around to find tissues. We were going into stores, we couldn't find nothing, shelves was empty, we couldn't find cleaning products. So, that yeah. has been one of the things that I want to sound off on. Stop stockpiling. I think it's calmed down now. Yeah. Stop stockpiling. Stop being selfish. It was so bad. Elderly people could. I Some of the elderly people I know, I had to go and, go and rummage through things for them. They had nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. that is crazy. But anyway, anyway, let's just let's go. Um, yeah. Um, and I think we're going to come to the end of it now. Um, it's been a good conversation. And I think one of the other things that I wanted us to talk about is let's talk about um, exciting, you know, the peak, what we're looking forward to. Yeah. Well, what are you looking forward to in all of this? Um, honestly, just kind of returning to like normality. I think for me, actually, one thing I definitely do miss is church. <laughs> actually, like fellowshipping. Obviously, we can kind of do that online, and you've got a service online. But mm. it's nice to actually just gather in one place. So I'm definitely looking forward to the first Sunday back because I know that's going to be huge. Um, I think for me as well, even going to the cinema. Oh my gosh, I love my movies. So to kind of be able to get up and actually go to a cinema do you know what I think as a result probably like platforms like Netflix and all this stuff probably won't be seeing as many people come through because I could imagine people who are now so used to kind of watching movies on screen they probably really are missing the cinema right yeah. now so I know I am so yeah going back to the cinema or oh, eating at restaurants I love restaurants I think actually you know, one good thing about this whole thing actually well I won't say one I'm sure they're multiple but for me what really has improved is obviously saving I'm a able to save so you know sort of thing what I'd usually spend all my money on sort of thing I'm able to kind of hold on to that extra bit more basically because one I don't have to obviously travel in as much Um, secondly I don't have to you know I'm not kind of out and about as I usually am and when I'm usually out I tend to eat out a lot so um, yeah Mm -hmm. it's nice to kind of have that extra bit of money now yeah yeah, yeah, I think similar as well. I'm. I think one thing I'm really looking forward to doing is um going out. Literally, anybody invite me. Anything. I, I don't need even. I don't even need to know you at this point. We are going out. We are having fun and taking Thanks, my mate. daughter out. Um, going out shopping. 
you know, actually, I think the first time when we're allowed to start going back out again, everybody's not going to be indoors. So he's going to be busy. He's going to be busy. And I just hope, you know, I'm really looking, I hope it falls on the carnival as well. I think, I just hope we don't miss the carnival or something. like oh, yeah. Things that I don't normally do, I will be doing it. I will be out. <laughs> I will be dancing. I will be screaming. Ah! Okay, I'll be doing the most. And I think... Looking forward to, yeah, just being around friends and family and just you know, being thankful and grateful that, yeah, we made it. Um, um, and definitely travelling. Jesus, I'm even thinking I might just, I just don't know when this is going to end, but I just even want to look and see if all well, the airlines are down anyway, so that there's no tickets to buy in advance, but maybe just... Maybe just pick yourself up and go to Paris for the day and walk around. Just all the stuff that we just took such a big deal we never did. We need to start doing yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's a very exciting time. Um, very, like, you know, you see when you talk about that, about what you look forward to, and this is what you've been saying, is just changing your mindset as we talk about yeah, what we're looking absolutely. forward to about this. We just feel excited. We feel pumped up. We want to go clubbing. Yeah. Actually, want to be in a club, see everybody, be happy. Be around humans and just chill. And yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, so that's it. We've got through all our little conversations. Um, I think um, just one little thing as well is um, we spoke to you last time for me. And we just want to just hear quickly. Do you have any like work career tip that you can just add in, add into this, you know? Um, I'd say use this opportunity to really think of what you want to do next in your life basically yeah. <laughs> now that you're at home a lot more use this opportunity to Is really that what think you're of doing? that more or less kind of yeah. I feel like if anything thankfully I am where you know in terms of like I have a plan you know sort of mm. thing so this this has always been as a not obviously pre-covid you know sort of thing my role and you know sort of thing where what I'm doing has always been part of where I'm going to so, um, yeah, I think if anything, yeah, that that as well. But, you know, in terms of, like, at the same time, one of the things I do enjoy doing is writing. So now that I have a lot more time to do that, I I really do try to make the most of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think for me and also just some of the things I'm experiencing is, you know, nothing is certain. Um, we sometimes when we have a job. Um, you know, I'll go into this a lot more in um, my other episodes, but when we have a job, we have a, you know, you, there's a sense of just comfortability that we feel sometimes, and because I've talked to a lot of people, uh, they're in furlough, they've, they've been made redundant, or they've been told to take a, you know, a, a temporary leave, you know, so much stuff, and it's like, for me, I'm like, mm, we really do mean it, or people do mean it when they say, have more than one stream of income or have a side hustle and uh, those things on your normal day life they don't make sense that much but trust me in times like this it makes sense even my podcast yeah. i can say is a side hustle you know if i put my fingers out i could make money from it but Absolutely. you know it becomes very very important that you know we in, in, in our in our corporate and career journey let's 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 um let's dabble in more than one thing and let's expand our skills and our exposures and stuff. So that's where I will end that today. But yeah, for me, 
Um, it's quite late here now, well, 11.30. Well, sure, I, I go to bed quite late, so it's not that late. But, yeah, um, I think that's about it. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I didn't even have anything Thank you for having add. me. No, um, just yeah. everyone stay safe and see you on the other side. So, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, well, thank you so much. And, um, guys, thank you so much for listening, like I always say. Um, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where you've been. I don't know what's happening, especially during these uncertain times. But what I've been telling myself and then what I always tell you is keep going and your big breath is around the corner. Until next time. Goodbye. <laughs>